Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week in Pirkei Avot we will be reading Mishnah 4 and Mishnah 5 in which Yosef and Yoser, leader of the Tzederah, and Yosef and Yohanan, leader of Jerusalem, receive the Torah from them. Yosef and Yoser says, Let your house be a meeting place for sages and sitting the dust of their feet and drinking their words thirstily. And then in Mishnah 5, Yosef and Yohanan, leader of Jerusalem, says, Let your house be open wide, treat the poor as members of your household, and do not converse excessively with women. They say this even about one's own wife. Surely it applies to another's wife. Consequently, the sages said, anyone who converses excessively with women causes evil to himself, neglects Torah study, and will eventually inherit Gehinon. Okay, so it ends very strong. Let's go one by one and see what our sages mean. So let's go with uh, Mishnah 4, where Yosef ben Yoeser, leader of Tzeradah, said that uh, uh, let your house be a meeting place for sages and sit in the dust of their feet and drinking their words, words thirstily. So what it's saying, the, the Mishnah is telling us, let your house be a meeting place for sages, <coughs> Yosef ben Yoeser is telling us that our house should always have a people who are intellectually attuned with the Torah, who are studious of the Torah, coming to your home and teach you Torah. Uh, in our days, many people bring big rabbis to give shiurim in their homes, to bring Torah to their homes. And this is something that people should consider doing in their, in their lives, in their homes. They have to open their homes to Torah, start, uh, uh, studious uh, intellectual um, rabbanim that will bring the wisdom of, of Torah into their home. Also, it says, and sit in the dust of their feet. And it, what it means here, unless you're a scholar of equal stature, do not depreciate the prestige of a scholarship by treating the sages as, as peers, rather you should subordinate yourself to them. So what it's saying, many times I speak with people and about Jewish concepts, about Torah concepts, about uh, what Rashi has to say about something or onkelos. These were humongous rabbis. And people sometimes think they're in the same level as these rabbis. And they say, well, but if I think in this way, then I'm also right. Like if they can think like that and we go by that, then the way I think and the way I believe also is, uh, is, is at their level. And we have to understand that these sages, these rabbis that the Torah is talking about, are not regular rabbis. It's not the rabbi of your shul. With all the respect I have for rabbis, because they have much more knowledge than we do. They have learned for years in yeshivas and they learn every day. We can't even put ourselves in their, in their level. Imagine much more when we're talking about uh, rabbis like Yosem ben Yonser, or we're talking about Onkelos, or we're talking about Rashi, or Rabbi Yos uh, Shimon Bar Yochai, or the Arizal. Like we're tiny specks compared to these rabbis. They, they, their whole life was the study of Torah. This is what they did all day. So we can't even come to compare our knowledge to their knowledge. So this is what it's telling us here. And then it says, and drinking their words thirstily, what it's saying is that we have to have a thirst for, thirst for Torah. We have to, you know, when you're thirsty, you drink water, you quench the thirst. But when we're learning Torah, 
the more Torah we, we learn, the more thirsty we should get for it. We should never be able to quench the thirst of Torah. We should, the more we learn, the more we would, we would need to know and get to learn uh, Torah. It should, some, it should be something that will never be satiated and, uh, and we will feel that, okay, I've learned enough. We should always want to know more. And this is what it's telling us here. Then it comes to tell us Joseph ben Yohanan, leader of Jerusalem, says, let your house be open wide, treat the poor as members of your household, and do not converse excessively with women. women. So what it's telling us here, because the, the other rabbi, Joseph Yose ben Yoser, he said to bring the sages into your home. Then Rabbi Joseph ben Yohanan is telling us, yeah, but don't forget also about needy people. Like if there's people that don't have a place to eat for Shabbat, you should always take care of these people. Uh, if you know someone that has nowhere to, to, to have a meal or to spend Shabbat, you should open your home to them when people come and asking for tzedakah. You should always extend your hand and give tzedakah to the poor, to the needy. Not only you should give tzedakah, but you should give also words of comfort to this person. Because it's so shameful for a person to come and ask for tzedakah that when people turn them away, what they're doing is they're really breaking their hearts even more. This is people who really are having to go every day and asking people for money to keep up a, a school, to keep up a yeshiva, to keep up a, a synagogue. Sometimes it's their own livelihood. And when we turn them away, this um, breaks their heart. It's, it's like you're, you're breaking their heart. So if you can give them $5, give them $5, but don't turn them away. And more importantly, also the sages say, it's not only what you give, it's the way you give it. You give it with a, with a kind word, you give them a glass of water. It's a Jew, it's another person, it's a brother that is in need. You should not look at them like a, with disdain. You should look at them like, okay, you know what? It's someone that needs help and we should all help each other. Not only that, when you give to someone else, in reality, we become the recipients and the, the, the receivers and they are the recipients. Like you think you're giving them, but at the end of the day, they are the ones that are giving you. Because of what you're doing to them, Hashem sends you the blessing of good health, of, of Parnassa, of a, a Shalom bite in your home. So we should never turn them away. Then he comes to say, treat the, the, um, do not converse excessively with a woman. Uh, they say this even about one's own wife, surely it applies to another's wife. So men, <clears throat> what Rabbi Tversky is saying, uh, is that men have a role to play. A man has his role. His role is to learn Torah, is to be intellectual, is to bring the, 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 the light of the Torah to the home. The woman's role is to keep the home, to make sure everybody's fed, to make sure everybody's well, they have clean clothes, she's the one that gives love, the nurturer, she's the one that has the muna, the faith in the home, she's the one that prays and cries to God that everything should be good for all the family. So when the man talks a lot with his wife, he sometimes can forget his role in life and he will neglect the time that he should be learning Torah and he's talking excessively with his wife. But what does it mean excessively? It doesn't mean that the husband cannot talk to his wife. What it means is that he should be careful not to end up doing idle talk with the wife in which they will end uh, speaking Lashonara, evil speech about somebody else, which would be very bad for both of them. And there's a beautiful um, <clears throat> explanation here about this, that about Rabbi... Rabbi, 
Shlomo Salman Averbach, who was home, in, was home with his wife and his sister, and the sister asked him about a certain boy that was learning in his yeshiva for a prospect for a husband for he, her daughter. And the rabbi answered her, you know what, he's a, a nice man, he's a good boy. Then, that's the end of the story, the, the sister left and he went looking for her and after when he found her he says, you know what, remember I told you this boy is a good boy, but I don't think he's the appropriate for your daughter. So she asked him, why didn't you tell me in your house? Why didn't you say this in your house? He says, because I didn't want to say something that would be idle talk for my wife. For my wife, she doesn't need to listen to this. If for me to be talking about this boy in my house would become la shonara, because it's useless. She doesn't need to know this information. It's not for her, but it is for you. So this is how careful he was about the way he spoke in his home. And this is what the Mishnah is telling us, that we should never be speaking words that can bring somebody down. We should not say things that are not relevant to our lives. We, the husband should be careful not to say things to the wife that will bring her distress. Um, if he had a fight with somebody and he comes home and he starts fusing about it, and the wife cannot do anything about it, it's going to bring distress to her, then this is the type of talk that we should keep away from. On the other hand, if the husband <coughs> comes home and by talking with the wife he will be able to manage his anger and the wife will calm him down and it's something that she's going to be helpful, then that is not considered lashonara. But we have to be very careful in, which, in the way we talk that we won't end up doing idle talk and we will start taking each one of, of the husband and the wife away from their roles in life. And then he says, uh, anyone who converses excessively uh, with a woman causes evil to himself, neglects Torah study, and will eventually inherit Gainon. So Gainon is a place that we go after we die. It's uh, in the Tanya, the Alter Reb explains it like, um, like a, a, the cleaners where we spend a few months, maximum 11 months, that's why they do 11 months of Kaddish for a person when they die, where the soul is cleansed. Most likely most people don't spend 11 months there. And, but the, the thing here is that what is going on is where you spend time cleaning your lost potential in your life. Things that you should have been able to accomplish and live up to and you didn't, this is where you come to, to clean that. In, in the afterworld. So these two Mishnas come to teach us very important lessons. Uh, they're good to have in mind just before the giving on the Torah of Shavuot this week. And I hope that this will help you live a little higher. So thank you and Hak Sameach.